Hello and welcome to Sagas of Seraphim Falls. I'm your host, T.R. Toth, and I would like to invite you to take time from your hectic schedule to join me in listening to a story about some of our residents and guests in the small town of Seraphim Falls. They all have their own stories, and this is just one of the many. November 1st, the Seraphim Falls Chamber of Commerce will start its fundraising campaign to buy groceries for a family dinner for those in need in our community. Your donation of just $10 will provide a family with a turkey and all of the fixins to make a comforting Thanksgiving dinner this year. Help your neighbor in need by contacting Maria at the Chamber. have we been living our life and things seem to change in just the blink of an eye. For Jenny, that couldn't be more true. What started out as an evening at a nightclub listening to music with her boyfriend turned into so much more than she expected. So, sit back with your favorite beverage of choice, turn the lights down low, and get ready to hear the tale, Musica Emporium. Jenny walked down the hallway, her heels clicking off the marble floors. She knew that when she saw Philip, she was going to kill him. How dare he leave her in the Musica Emporium? She said she was going to powder her nose and she'd be right back. Now, he was nowhere in sight. In fact, the club seemed empty. It reminded her of the time right after last call, but she swore she just left a few minutes ago and it was only 9.30. She pushed past the heavy red velvet doors and went out into the hallway. Jenny looked up and down and didn't see anyone. She looked at a clock on the wall and saw that it still read 9.30. Something was wrong and Jenny could sense it. She continued down the hallway, past the doors to the club, and past the coat check and refreshment stand. When Jenny turned the corner, she finally saw someone. Well, she saw her back. It was one of the cigarette girls. She didn't look like one of the girls that stopped by her and Philip's table earlier in the night, but she was wearing the same emerald green bodysuit and fishnets as the rest of the girls. Hey, excuse me, said Jenny. Her voice sounded even louder, echoing in the nearly empty hall. Everything sounded so different without the usual crowd gathered. The girl stopped moving, but she didn't turn around right away. It seemed like she was trying to decide if she should answer Jenny, or if she should ignore her completely. Jenny thought maybe the girl hadn't heard her. Excuse me, she said again. This time, the girl turned around. Jenny could see she was pretty and had bright red lips that complemented her perfectly coiffed blonde hair that was done up in curls. How can I help you? She asked with a perfect smile on her face. I seem to be lost. I can't find my boyfriend. We were just listening to the band, and I got up to powder my nose, and when I came back, he was gone. Well, actually, everyone was gone. 
Did something happen that forced everyone to leave? The girl stared at her for a moment, not registering what Jenny had said. She looked all over the hallway like she was trying to find the answer to Jenny's question out there. Darling, I'm not sure what you're saying, said the girl. There wasn't an evacuation. Are you sure he isn't still in there? Maybe you missed him. The crowd's jumping tonight, so that would be easy to do. Jenny couldn't believe what she was hearing. She looked down in the hallway and it was completely empty. No one was there except for the two of them. Fear was starting to constrict Jenny's chest. She thought maybe she was starting to go crazy. She fiddled with the new pinky ring Philip had given her earlier in the evening. She twirled the emerald around and around on her finger, trying to think of her next plan. Suddenly, music started again. Oh, the band must be back, Jenny said. When she turned to tell the cigarette girl thank you for helping, Jenny noticed she was gone. Not knowing what to think, Jenny walked back toward the club following the music. When she pushed open the door, she saw there was a small crowd gathered in the club chairs, sitting at the cocktail tables enjoying the band on stage. It wasn't nearly as large of a group as there was earlier. Jenny stood in the back a moment and scanned to see if she could spot where Philip was sitting. He wasn't at the original table, but maybe he had decided to move. She looked everywhere, but Jenny couldn't spot him. That was when she noticed it. The band on the stage was completely different than the one that was playing earlier in the evening. Surely they didn't switch bands already. Jenny was starting to become irritated again. Nothing was making sense. This time she knew she had to get some answers. She walked over to a couple that was sitting at the table closest to her. Excuse me, she said. The couple turned toward her. Was this the same band that was playing earlier this evening, or did they have a set changed? asked Jenny. The couple looked at each other. The woman whispered something to the man that caused him to become agitated. He was so mad that he gave Jenny a dirty look before he got up and walked away. The woman turned toward Jenny and gave her a kind smile. Why don't you have a seat? She said, patting a red velvet chair next to her. That is when Jenny saw it. The same emerald ring she was wearing also on the pinky of this female stranger. Jenny looked at the ring and then back at the woman. I can explain a lot of your questions if you have a seat. The woman said, gesturing toward the chair. Jenny really wasn't sure what else to do. So she sat down as the band continued to play. I see you noticed my ring, said the woman. I'm Yvette, by the way. Jenny. The woman took Jenny's hand and looked at the emerald ring on her hand. I'm sure you're lost and wondering what just happened. Seems like the whole world has changed, hasn't it? Jenny nodded. Yvette sighed and continued. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but you're dead. Jenny thought she didn't hear Yvette correctly. What do you mean, I'm dead? You've been dead for quite some time, I'm assuming. Who gave you the ring? Asked the woman. Stunned, the only words Jenny could say was, My, my boyfriend. Yvette nodded. Same thing happened to me. You have to always wonder, why would someone you love so much do this to you? Uh, not to be rude, but what do you mean, do this to you? Asked Jenny. Oh, my apologies, said Yvette. Whenever your boyfriend gave you this ring, he had damned you. He cursed your soul to be trapped in the place where he gave you this ring. 
Jenny's head began to swim with all the thoughts of what was going on. Dead? She couldn't be. Philip would never do anything like that to her. Are all of these other people cursed from the same ring? She asked Yvette. Yvette paused and seemed to take in the music for a moment before she continued. Some are, yes. Others are ghosts because they suffered a tragic death and had such deep connections to the place that their souls had welded to the place. I'm sure you never thought of Musica Emporium being such a haunted house, huh? Jenny was starting to buy Yvette's story more and more. It didn't seem possible, but how could she explain the sudden disappearance of everyone or the new band? She sank into her seat even deeper. She didn't know what else to do. You better get comfortable, said Yvette. You're stuck here with us for the rest of eternity. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Sagas of Seraphim Falls. Come back for a special episode that will be aired on Halloween. I have a new and exciting announcement about Halloween. On October 31st, you will have a chance to win a Treat Not Tricks Halloween prize box containing a signed limited edition hardback cover of Seraphim Falls, a specially designed Seraphim Falls mug, and a special tea blend created for Seraphim Falls readers and listeners. All you have to do is go to www.terrarackamber.com and sign up for the newsletter. This will enter you into the drawing for the Halloween Treat Giveaway. The winner will be announced on Halloween in the special holiday podcast and will also be contacted through email. If you would like to learn more about Seraphim Falls and the secrets it hides within its manicured lawns and picturesque tree-lined streets, purchase a copy of Seraphim Falls in paperback and ebook formats at www.terrorackamper.com or wherever books are available online. If you have read Seraphim Falls, welcome home. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave a review on Amazon and let me know what you liked. Until next time, keep your friends close and your neighbors closer. Goodbye.